go with the fucking program. It's not about ice cream today. We're, we're talking about. What are we talking about? Oh yeah, because this is about our egos. Yeah. Welcome to same ish different day, a space where the thoughts are just as forever. Anything. <laughs> Welcome to Same is Different Day, a space where everything is on the table and the thoughts are just as frenetic as your Twitter feed. And just like your feed, we kick it off with some talks on some bullshit hey, of the day and eventually bring you some value with well-cited research on stories you may have missed. Yeah, th- this show is the long-term f- format of marching in- into madness. A duo of journalists of- that are developing a content project about their passions. So, get ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> some weeks, our estranged strange wine mom drops by to keep us in line but she's been missing for a little bit so we don't know what's going on with that but but the line please <laughs> but she recently went out for milk and a pack of bogies but at least that's what she she, she told us so we assume she's going to be back anytime now oh and and socials socials were on all of them tiktok ig youtube and twitch where we live stream these podcasts on a weekly basis. If you tune in, you can ride out with us afterwards. Speaking of of which, the future variant of this idiot will, will introduce introduce us in three, two, one, and then you just bring up the zip. What's up, internets? Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast with a name we were smart to stop saying. This week. We wanted to talk about everything and nothing. Uh, we wanted to actually talk about debating about the creative conflictions mm-hmm. between like creator and creation and how you keep yourself motivated. Also, we got a touch of news for you today. I wanted to talk about how Dilbert dabbles too much. And Raza's going to give you some Aiden Ross updates. If any of you on the podcast know who that is, so we're going to try to inform you of that. And... A few extras. We also someone someone came back from milk. Raza, who who came back from milk? It's our resident mother, Ann. S- say hi, mom. You don't you don't love us? What's happening here? I didn't know that I was being introduced. Who and who that? And I obviously I failed voice because who says milk instead of milk? It's oh, it's milk, yeah, bro. Weird. No, it's milk, milk. not milk. There's no e in milk. You, you, you lined that one up. That was too easy. Oh my god. Oh gosh. Okay. So speaking <laughs> of speaking of that, we wanted to talk about keeping it fresh, right? So wine mom may have interesting takes on this, and I'm interested for the motherly advice. But we wanted to talk about what are things that you do on a personal level that inspire you to create content or whatever form of art it is that you do, i.e., social media, blogs sharing them photos, sharing your rippity raps. On top of that, how do you stay consistently inspired so it doesn't burn you out? Wine Mom, we are asking this because keeping things fresh and innovative can be a full-time job. So how does one balance themselves? Well, my relationship with content creation is just pure chaos because it's either I... I'm making an absurd amount of content of all different degrees or I'm severely isolated and I do nothing but have anxiety. That's very real for people know. though. That's that's I like know. a lot of people operate that way. 
Yeah. I mean, I've been gone for so long from this. I think if you're mm. if you're asking me what I do to keep myself creative or to like spark creativity, go outside. Like that's legit. Gross. I know that sounds like so cliche and stupid because that's like what everybody says. Um, but I would suggest work on your codependency because I know for a fact there's a person or a thing or a habit that you're codependent on. So work on that and go outside. Like literally, it's, it's going to sound so stupid. Take your take your cell phone. I don't care if you're the world's shittiest cell phone. Take your cell mm -hmm. phone with your cell phone camera. Go outside and literally just like take pictures of stuff. Because I'll say in this in this last year, I have spent a lot of time learning how to use my phone better and taking mm. just really good pictures and videos out in nature and like adding songs to them and like just being a total like loser with my content and like it's been nice mm -hmm. to just like take nice photos of things and post them even though nobody cares but I care. It just gives me like motivation and helps me feel creative again. You've got to create art for art's sake, you know? Well, it's like, I don't know if I've ever said this before podcast, but I heard this once in a TikTok actually, where people were talking about in our lives, there's always like a time where we're like, I have a goal of being this way or being this person. So it's like, for instance, let's say you're the, you're like, I want to get up every day at 6am and go to the gym. I don't know why you'd want to do that. If you want to be a psycho like Bailey, then go for it. But like, let's say that's your goal. Okay. You're like, I want to get up every day at 6am to go to the gym. Are you going to start tomorrow and get up every single day at 6am and go to the gym? Probably not. But if you go two or three times out of that week, that's amazing. And it's like, people need to realize that you're practicing to become the person you want to be. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you want to be a 6am person, then you do that three or four times a week so that your body can start to adjust because you're practicing and creating a new routine. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be perfect at doing that right away. I agree with a lot of those concurrent themes, right? You need to make sure that you're creating for yourself either way. If you're driven to a creative field, <laughs> um, part of the things that you can get stuck in, whether you're doing it professionally or as uh, just something that you want to be a part-time hustle, you could be a blog writer, whatever it is, is like you need to make sure that just like you're exercising your body to be an athlete, that you're engaging with that side of yourself in a comfortable state where you don't have to do it under pressure. <clears throat> and that's something that a lot of people will neglect. Yeah. I mean, it, this is a thing. Cause like I talk to a lot of people about, cause I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of things that I've started and, and, and things that I've failed at and all different kinds of things in my life. And p people are always like, I don't know how to like start something and, what if I fail or what if it's this or what if it's that? It's like, but what if it's not though? Like, that's the thing is like, what if it's not? 
I don't know if it's that it's our generation per se. Like, I don't want to say that it is because as far as I'm concerned, we are the best gen. But maybe there's something in our generation that's just so realistic that we're so pessimistic that we miss out on so many opportunities that could be successful because we're like, we're probably going to fail. But what if we fail? It's likely we'll fail. Mm. I have a question for you all, Blind Mom. So when your podcast was starting to take off, did you feel like um, it was more of a necessity rather than an, a need for all of like, like you had to do it less than you wanted to? I think what happened is the pressure. Right. Because we had an episode that, in our opinion, was like, absolutely absurd that we got to that point and it's like mm-hmm. so for the just just for um context sake we got to interview a victim of a crime who lived locally in toronto wouldn't talk to anybody wasn't interested in talking to anybody but asked specifically to be interviewed by us which was crazy for us because we're just this, like our podcast was so small at the time Um, but I guess because of me being in Toronto, it picked up a little bit of uh, traffic that way, but it almost like put so much pressure on us that we like, how do we get, like, where do we go from here? Like, how does it get better than this? And then, you know, life started to get in the way of things. So it's like, I wouldn't say it became like a job for us because it definitely didn't feel that way. And we still talk about how much we miss doing it and wish we could keep doing it um but it's just that the pressure just got to us i think <clears throat> i i was gonna talk about this after in our more loosey-goosey sessions but it's like the apathy of the information age like i think a lot of people are feeling that way because like bro every day we're watching some Roz is going to talk about aiden ross some 17 year old and all of a sudden this kid is now gone to the dark side and influencing impressionable young youth and we're sitting here like bro just give us just give us 10 viewers please you know what i mean so yeah like i think that that apathy that a lot of creators and i think it happens in all fields because you could be a cosplayer and then you go on twitter and look at how many other retweets that the other models are getting versus your 10, you know, it's, it's, you're immediately reminded of how low on the goddamn totem pole you are. See, I feel like it in a weird way, maybe, maybe I'm just a jerk in this sense, but um, I don't feel that way when I see somebody like Aiden Ron being successful, regardless yeah. of what his content is. I, I really don't give a shit what his content is. But it's like, to see him successful, that doesn't make me feel like I couldn't be successful. Truth be known, True. I feel sorry for like like him. And I say that because when you start so young and you get such a large amount of popularity, your career can be shortened so easily by mistakes, mm. especially when you're so young and you make big mistakes. Yeah, so to, like, pull it back and focus on, like, the creative, like, what keeps you consistently inspired and ready to go, right? Like, that's a big deal right there. Like, that self-confidence to look at that 
So I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do. I do kind of agree with you, but then how do you identify your independence from that? How do you, like, why do you feel that you can just not care about it? I think it has to do with the type of creators that I've watched over the years. Let me use, okay, I know you make fun of me for this, but let me use Markiplier as an example. He has been doing this for an extreme time. He's been doing it since he was young into his older age. I think Mark has finally gotten to a place with his content where everything is perfect. Like it's perfect. His content is is perfect. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that that comes with age and that comes with learning and and but, Okay, go ahead. What's your question? Like <laughs> I'm trying to separate it from like necessarily a talk of like I'm trying to look at us. I'm trying to have yeah. like an introspective talk. Okay, so I think you know? that we collectively are at places in our lives where we've had real life experiences. Like real, like we've That's, all worked okay. jobs. We've all been fired. We've all been homeless to some degree. We've had to go back to our mommies and daddies. And like we've had experiences in our lives that have caused us to fail tremendously I mean, in my personal opinion, I've had experience that caused me to fail tremendously. When I thought, as I look back at my life at 20 years old, I was like, yeah, man, I'm successful for a 20-year-old. And I look at myself now and I'm like, I'm not as successful as I was at 20. And like, I've had that experience that I'm mature enough now that whatever comes of this, I'm going to be grateful for. Whereas yeah, somebody like... like that, who's like, I've been successful from the jump. I can only accept success. It's like you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, like like mm -hmm. like uh, these characters don't really don't really know that like uh, like it's almost like a rich kid, right? Where yeah. they don't have the same uh, views of the world as the rest of us do. So like the, their expectations are different. So if they this is a personal flight, Aiden Ross, he thinks. He, he can do all these things because of who he is. He ha he thinks he has this immunity, but like in reality, it's his. It's the world that he lives in that is limiting his 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 uh his behavior. So like, uh, and it's also like the people you surround yourself with, your experiences and what whatnot. Like yeah, like like what you you're you're saying when I'm like when you were twenty, you you were going this way, but then now you're go, you're going a, a, a different way. These characters are don't look at it that way because they haven't had the hardships that you you've had. So they've always sort of like stayed true to, and they, and they can stay true, but that's but that's like a, a double edged sword because what happens when things go south? They don't know how to adapt to to that exactly. situation whereas we know through our experiences through our parents experiences you know whatnot so uh -huh. it's i i think it's like we have the benefit of just knowing how yes. to deal with these things rather well, than these twitchiness right because here's the big thing yeah. that somebody like um, him hasn't experienced yet and probably doesn't think he will and probably doesn't understand is mm -hmm. that Every single person who is near the age of 30 has been extremely successful at some point in their life where they're like, yeah, man, I got this. And then they plummeted into the depths of hell randomly. 
and yeah. you're confused and you're scared and you're like, I'm an adult. How am I a failure? But I'm an adult. You're like adults are supposed to be successful. And if you don't have that like catastrophic moment in your life, mm-hmm. Bailey's getting crazy over there. But if you don't no, have just... that catastrophic moment in your life, yeah, like, because yeah. because I don't think he understands. It's coming. He's going to have catastrophic failure. It's inevitable in every life. Like, it's going to happen, and he's not prepared for it because he hasn't even had minor, like, real-life experience of not being rich from sitting in front of his computer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was just like, because no, it was just like, you're so right. Like, I was just thinking, because at first I was thinking modern people, I was looking at, like, Kai Senate. I was thinking about uh, like speed and all that, but then I I started like going through the Rolodex, and it's like yeah, you go all the way back to like a Shane Dawson. It's the same thing. This person grows up in this environment, doesn't have has a severe lack of life experience, immerses mm-hmm. themselves in the like monetary aspects of the creativeness, and then their literal soul is lost before they're able to like be able to deal with any of the tr- the the serious situations in a self-reflective manner right so the twist on it right to reflect it back because i'm totally with you i'm just keeping combo rolling um what if someone's listening to this yeah. and they feel that maybe they belong in that category what if they didn't have that tough a time they grew up in a suburb mommy and daddy mm-hmm. did okay right how would so you advise them? Failure? Then they wouldn't yeah. listen to, to, to us because we... You think they, we wouldn't appeal to them in any capacity? Yeah, because we don't, like... I, I, I feel like if you are in that sort of, like, lifestyle, you're going to be associating with things and people that have also brought... Because ultimately, we want to be relatable. And if a kid is brought up in the suburbs, we're not going to be relatable to that kid. We're going to be relatable to a dude. Here's where I'll disagree with you. I'll disagree with you. I think Bailey has a point. I get your point, Raza. I agree with you. I see what you're saying. Because we wouldn't appeal to that demographic if that's not something they've experienced. Correct. That's what demographics and, you know, trends are. You're correct. Yeah. However... From personal experience, I know, you know, I have family that grew up not with no struggle at all. Kids, they don't, they've never witnessed failure before. Mm -hmm. And they are so much more interested in our life failure because they have no idea about it. They don't get it. They've never experienced it. They've never seen it. So, you know, they're looking at us like, well, what do you mean you lived through that? That's crazy. And it's like, yeah, no, that was just like, that was just how we survive like that was just life like and they don't have that same experience mm-hmm. and so they mm-hmm. are curious and they are looking in and so yeah okay to answer bailey's question right if mm-hmm. there's somebody out there who has lived a privileged life and hasn't had failure and i don't know maybe they are 35 and they haven't experienced a catastrophic moment in their life just just be prepared that should that moment ever happen it's not the end Right. And I, as it's so easy when you're in that moment to be like, man, everything sucks. This is the first I give up. Cause don't get me wrong. I'm, I am that person. <laughs> like I do live, like I wallow in my shit. Cause I get stuck in it and like, I get it. 
but the reality is is like you're gonna get past it like there's gonna be a moment of success that's going to come you just kind of have to just you have to you have to feel the shit you're going and you have to kind of be like okay fuck like this sucks but i just gotta get through this and like look Mm -hmm. for your next opportunity because so things get better they will it's it sounds so cliche to say but like it will something will find you like i'm totally with you again it's just something i've been like trying to wrap my head around in an endless circle it's been like one mm-hmm. of my biggest problems for several years and my weird brain always thinking about things though cuz yeah. you're right you're right and that's the biggest thing is trying to reinforce that that it, even like I'm comfortable being straight up and calling it failure, but you can look at it as just something that didn't work. You know what I mean? You don't have to use such deeply that you don't have to use such harsh wording all the time in case you're the type of person who can't handle it. But the biggest question I've been asking myself is how do you artificially teach that to someone though? Because what if let's say there's someone who went through life they had everything they ever needed. They had a good little sister. They had a good sibling. They went to a good college, but they grew up in a diverse environment. They know a bunch of a bunch of nice people. They know that their homies went through X, Y, and Z. They 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 understand how the world works, but they just never. They were still spoon fed all the way up till the when they were forty, and now they have two million dollars, and they want to try to understand where to give it. But how would you? teach that person all of those lessons right there's like someone can get a free pass through life to the point that they would never ever have to experience that failure how do you teach them that lesson where what is where would you even fucking start it's been like a big question that's blown my mind right to what what i would say to that is failure knows so you might you might be lucky that you've made it that far but you know, it, you, life experience is what it is. Maybe it'll come to that person in a different context than something that we would experience as failure, right? Their mm-hmm. failure could be that they put $100 in a stock and they lost $100, <laughs> and that could be a catastrophic failure to That's them. Right. No, right? you're right. I'm so, being biased by... You're right, well, you're right. You're not being biased, but I see your point, though, right? But yeah, what I'm saying yeah. is failure will find you. It, you, you, can have, you can have as much of a life as you like, but failure will find you. I mean, look at Elon for instance, right? He was doing yeah. so great, and he's like, how old now? And everybody thinks he's a joke. So... Yeah, because what... Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm being hopeful in the scenario that it's like, oh, someone gets to that point, but they're open-minded enough to be like, oh, but I don't know shit about life. I would like to... Volunteer. You know? That's my answer. Exactly. That's, That's my answer. Look, legitimately, it's, it's crazy to say. It's crazy to say, because people are like, mm, what, volunteer at a homeless shelter? Yeah. Volunteer at a homeless shelter challenge your bracket of thinking right there you go look at look at like go literally find the most opposite of yourself right yeah 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 because you're because like even with all that money yeah sure people like you have all of that money you can do whatever you want but those experiences that you you get kind of mean more uh because you're you sort of like limit your you yourself if you're just brought up in, in in this way of thinking that like mm-hmm. if, if if something happens if 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 it all ends you won't know how to um, recover so you're just limited in a certain way of doing yeah. things which is just going up and up and up and up and up that's the only thing you 
you know and like the money and everything else is like secondary at, at that point because yeah. you don't know about those experiences those I mean, experiences exactly. hold more at the end of the day. exactly yeah i'll do my one quick i won't i don't need too many minutes but that's all i'll go on my rant of that's the 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 biggest recommendation i can give for providing like creative security of like my hustle and as i finally was able to fucking no more swearing i was finally able to calm down this year because if i would were to advise one goal to people with a creative vision is to set up a way that you can work to the point that you're always going to have a job opportunity so whether that's you're you're a visual artist try to figure out how you can set up your skills in a way that you're just always going to be able to get contracts when you need them that was like working to that point was what really created a sense of ease in the hustle because I didn't feel panic that oh it's literally all gonna go away like right now yeah I could falter I could lose the studio it might not financially work but I still have all the equipment I now have all the skills I can totally shift up my entire process without having to question if my entire creativity will fall out from underneath me because of it uh, yeah I guess it's different for a uh everybody because it's just like i don't to me it's like i like having a thing already created and then i'm part of it i, I like because it gives that gives me so security that like i don't have to sort of rely on because i don't have the same hustle skills as you do mm -hmm. if i did i would be, and me talking about me i have a stroke every day because raza would have a stroke every 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 day but I do, yeah, that seems to be, it's the high risk, high reward type of thing where like you're, you're, you're betting a lot on this, but when it explodes, it gets to the point where, okay, I'm safe. I'm, I'm secure, right? That's, that's the payoff. Uh, to me, it's just, it's, it's more about like being there, being at a thing that's already consistent. I, mm -hmm. I prefer consistency. So that's my security yeah. is having that sort of like that um routine over and over again right. and again everybody's different people may not like the consistency but well it's the, that's the truth like some people thrive in chaos and some people don't and that's okay mm -hmm. right yeah. bailey is one of those people that thrives very well in chaos so, <laughs> you know we can't we can't all like you know, look but, at Bailey and be like, why can't we do that? Like some people, it's, it's no comparison, right? Some people drive that way and some people need a different support system. Bailey's yeah. the kind of guy, like Bailey needs to be fucked off. If he comes to you and he's sad, like punk him off. It's the best way to like reset it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> this is weird. Oh, I, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just, I just think that like, it's, if if you do this content creation thing and if you want to make it a full-time thing you just need to understand that like it isn't gonna gonna be a fluid ride right there's gonna be a bunch of bumpiness all throughout yeah. this is what a, a, a lot of kids it's what do you it's it, what aiden ross sort of uh presents itself to be uh mm -hmm. speed dev does that but like yeah just join us and it'll be like you you can get these deals you can get millions of dollars outright but what happens when one it goes away you know kids younger than us sort of need to look in at and really think about mm. this because this is a sort of a path that's it can be viable but then it also can't be 
It's kind of like a athlete, like a, a, a NBA player coming out of high school. Like you're taking someone with no life experience and giving them millions of dollars, and then all of a sudden they're forty and all the money's gone. Yeah, that's it's, it. Yeah, yeah. It's like if I was somebody who had that success. It's hard because my philosophy is like live as if you will never have that. You know what I mean? Because it's it's something that I've always said. Like my grandfather used to always talk about money and like was very crazy about money. And I used to always say to him, I'm going to live as if what I have is all I'm ever going to have and everything else is a gift. And that's just how I've kind of done things. So like financially, I just trust that I have what I need and I'll get what I what I need going forward. And it, I know it sounds so crazy to just be like, trust the universe. But it's like really like take the pressure off yourself mm-hmm. and just be like, chug forward. Do the things in the motion that you're doing them and trust that you're doing the right things and like ask questions and ask for advice and and you know all those things and don't be like if you want to double guess yourself ahead but just also trust that like you're going where you need to go just mm-hmm. follow it. it i know it sounds crazy i trust me i know i feel you that's the tip i'm on like literally right now so i totally yeah. get you there you're yeah, I'm, tip, I'm riding that tip Nice and close, bud. I'm making sure it's nice and oiled up for me, fam. During during the whole during the holy month of Black History, mind mind you. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can. Uh, no, that like, joke. I I can I can agree to, to all of that because like there is there is a where there is a will, there is a way. Yeah. And 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 as long as you're able to like look at the world in a more positive way the stress sort of melts away on on, uh, yeah things i believe things happen for a reason there's some sort of bullshit up there that's telling me to struggle all 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 my life which is great god stop giving me your your strongest battles i'm not a strong soldier um but like i i i do ultimately think um there is there is a way for us to navigate all of this, but without losing who we are. Um, yeah. And it's something that, you know, in people like Aiden Ross don't, uh, can't do. People like... Wow. So what I'm curious, like, what about someone who pigeonholes themselves creative? So I'm jumping to the last point, kind of, but then also it's still very related. So mm-hmm. it's like people could go viral off of something more singular and momentary and then it yeah. defines their career right like how, how do you run away yeah. from that you know what i mean like i wrote here i i think of rebecca black right this girl was doing a pr tour all last year trying to develop hype for a new album but still the only thing she could use was oh i was that friday girl you know what i mean well i say and i i think she's smart actually in what she's doing i think like but so that's yeah, how is she like, like she, what's how is she I, I'm interested to hear in a weird way. I feel like she's not a good example because okay. she has found new success in yeah. her current career choices. And mm-hmm. she she did the right thing of like using her failure to generate success. Yeah, because she, she failed. She backed off. She worked on it and went forward. 
but yeah, if and you're she asking, also disappeared too, eh? She also yeah. like completely Thank you. exactly. Yeah. Okay. But if you're asking me about someone who gets popular off a niche, I think more like TikTokers who do one yeah. shtick and they get very popular off that, and then the next sixty videos are all that shtick, slightly modified. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's like yo yo, I I recently can't. Sorry, I got. I recently came across the Turkish guy who like shakes his belly and does that dance, and his belly yeah. just goes, "Oh my God, it's insane!" Hundreds of millions of views, and he just uh, rubs his belly up and down. It's yeah. It's these uh these sticks, these like salt bay sticks, these like yeah. very very <laughs> limited things that people do that they pigeon themselves. They even it's they're a victim of their own success. Whereas yeah. Rebecca Black, she saw. She's like, okay, I don't, I don't want to do, do this anymore. And then she just dipped, yeah. went off of the radar, and she came back. People were like, oh, you're actually talented. Never mind. We take everything thing back. So yeah. I think uh, people, I think that's probably a good example of what to do yeah. if you want to not get, if you want to escape that, uh, that box you accidentally put yourself exactly. in. Okay. I feel that. What I really, what I really think about when I think about someone who does something like that with their careers, like if you get internet famous from one thing, like it's it's really kind of hard to move from that because you're always going to be that person to people on social media. Mm -hmm. But I think what you should do is capitalize on that success. Say, okay, I did this one thing. It got me millions of views. People really loved it. I'll maybe do it like three or four more times just to get the, you know, the last shits and giggles out. And then once you do that, just be honest with your audience and say, hey, those who want to see me grow and create and do fun and, and new and different, stay. If you don't, thank you for enjoying me at what you felt was my best. And maybe I'll see you in a few years. Like, don't, don't pigeonhole yourself. Like, do the shtick if that's what you want to do for the little while. But then... Once you've garnered those followers, just know that people who actually like you, they'll stick around for your other content. And then you'll create what's called a new audience. And guess what? Those are very fun. I think overall good advice, but I do question how easy that is. There are people that definitely you'll get those diehard fans no matter what. But it's like mm -hmm. I'm very much a proponent of especially now the changing media landscape like Say if you're, uh, uh, say if you're a TikToker and all of a sudden you want to go to YouTube videos, you'll get some going, but a large portion of that audience it doesn't directly translate as easily. And I'm not talking obviously the multi-billion TikTokers. I'm talking some guy who has like 50k, some 50k yeah. followers. I mean, but honestly, I, it, my advice to you is to not give a f like literally if you are. Successful on TikTok, and you decide, okay, I want to move over to making YouTube videos. Do it. Literally, do not do not worry yourself about how many people are going to follow you over to the new platform or not. Just do it. Like you've garnered mm. success in some way. Keep you use both platforms, but like don't limit yourself. If you want to do a different form of content or a different media thing, do it. Like. Don't st don't mm -hmm. stop yourself because what if people don't? Yeah, but I I think you can make those choices later on in your career. People don't stop. Beginning, you. there'll be a small group that will. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm, I I agree with you in some ways, Rob. If you're gonna keep doing the shtick, but you also want to mm. do YouTube, do YouTube and the shtick. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I I I you know yeah I agree with that. Yeah, like uh, you should be able to like yeah just don't. Well, what we're doing as a brand, yeah. we're not staying in one camp. We like it's sort of like because at that point you're you're gonna make yourself more safe. You know? Yeah, like don't mm-hmm. let the shtick stop you. Let it contribute yeah. to you. Exactly. Yeah. Don't make it a part. And like, unfortunately, not many people are are gonna listen to this. But like people like again, like like Salt Bay and people like that, they stick with that and they get. And they run with it to the point where, like, that's all they're known for. And, and it's too late now for them to try something else because then they'll be associated with just that. And that sort of right. limits them. Where, as we go back to Rebecca Black, she saw it early on and was able to say, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to do my own thing and then come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's, there's tons of different strategies. The thing is, like, there is no blueprint for social media. Like, legit. I don't care what anybody... T- Sorry, Bailey. I don't care what anybody says about algorithms and this and that and, like, what... Sure, there is some type of blueprint, but there's no real blueprint for success because there's tons of people who try and try and follow all the... Follow the quote-unquote print and do all the things that they think that they should do and still fail. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Just do, like, le- like seriously, like, legitimately, do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. Like, seriously. Like, do whatever it is that you feel like doing. Don't don't hold uh, yourself back. Yeah, but, like, and the key thing is what I'm finding out through my research is, yeah, just keep on doing that, but also keep on being consistent. Even if your yeah. videos get, like, one, two views, keep on doing it because that's essentially how people do it they're just doing it every day um one like the main thing yeah the main thing is just to do it every as much as you can but just be consistent because then it goes to show that like you are being you actually care about this you are actually doing it it's helping the machine uh notice you more it's it's just yeah, and that's why I think it's important to combine like both of those. Like personally, it's taking that consistency and using the motivation of doing what you want at your core, but the 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 focus is feeding the machine and developing trust. So you can navigate how you want to develop that trust. But that's say why you can watch an influencer like Ninja lose followers very quickly because you can, de- depending on what field you take, it doesn't matter, but you need to develop that trust with the people who are your audience, even if you're just doing what you want or you're selling out. And I think that's like super critical to that formula functioning for the long term if you want to express yourself creatively. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. It took me a minute to. I just feel like, just, like don't concern yourself with semantics like seriously we spend too much time concerning like if i change everyone's gonna unfollow me okay so then let them unfollow you because Mm -hmm. other people are gonna follow you back for that like that's part of life it ebbs and flows right people are gonna come Mm -hmm. and 
Some people are so simple-minded that they'd rather just watch you do the same thing for the rest of your life. But why would you want to just keep doing that? Literally, mm-hmm. the definition yeah. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting mm-hmm. a different result. Mm-hmm. doesn't work. Yeah. And it, it also, like, grow, too. Like, you can't just be in the same... Like, you mm-hmm. always want to do more. And that helps if you change your entire flow of things. You well, you're going to stunt yourself. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then you see people around you get bigger because they're adapting or mm-hmm. they're changing because mm-hmm. now they have seen a new... Com- now they're experiencing a new comfort. So uh, that's... Yeah, you just got to figure out what works and what doesn't and then do it often. You know? mm-hmm. But we're doing, I guess. So if you're listening to this podcast, listen to this podcast, we also do it live. You can tune in and watch us record this live. We actually have a very friendly chat. And for the month of March, we're going to be doing an entire marathon. So keep note. And I want to give a big gracious thanks for both Wine Mom's personal stories as well as the very helpful advice today. Thank you. Thank you again for being our mother. Welcome. All right. Commercials. Be right back. Quick notice, guys. We're doing a marathon. March Madness is coming up, and since we're marching into madness, we figured why not try to push our own boundaries. So you can see this calendar here. We're going to be busting our asses to try to make something every single day of the month. We don't expect it to blow us up or nothing, but what we're hoping is we can learn what content works best for us and uh, what we have the most fun doing. So tune in, try to enjoy the variety, and, you know, tell your grandma about us. We're back, Internets. This is our news section. Uh, You may have seen a lot of movie clubs in our feed, but don't worry. This is going to be here for the meantime, and it's staying. So... Raza has uh, some ad-libbed news, which flows excellently off of what we were talking about. What do you got for us today? Uh, ad-libbed nuts. Um, so Aiden Ross, popular streamer and hero to many, uh, Aiden Ross got permanently banned from Twitch, which is a mm. big one. Big ban. The reason why he he, he got banned, uh, he was... I, uh, he was uh, simultaneously streaming on Kick, the new, the the new tw- platform to compete against Twitch, but mm-hmm. it's still in its early, early days. So there's a lot going on there. For example, Beamer got banned one day for you know receiving a certain type of uh, move on 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 him. But anyways, on f- February twenty twenty fourth, Aiden got banned from Twitch. For basically unmoderated uh, uh, chat coming from in other platform, uh, okay. and this goes against uh, Twitch's um, uh, guidelines. Uh, uh, people were saying multiple racist rants. People were also saying um, uh, anti-Semitic stuff. They're being misogynistic. You know, the typical stuff. Uh, he didn't condemn it. He didn't stop it. It was unmoderated, so the mods didn't do anything to, to, to combat it. And then he was hit with a ban. He, he did. Uh, he went silent for about a couple of days, and then he posted on his Twitch, or his Twitter last night. There's only two g- uh, genders, and that's also been uh, uh, 
of Alumton into this. Now he isn't mad about this or isn't upset about this because he 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 according to him he has his spot secured in kick, which is as I mentioned in a more a more risque streaming service. Uh, now the questions that I have for 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 my fellow people here is that um uh if aiden ross does this uh, and he jumps to kick is this showing that he doesn't really understand uh uh the backlash or is he doing it just to be a typical shit poster all right um on top of the disillusion stuff that i know she's gonna talk about i think he is going through that spiral that she mentioned earlier he's he's not stable i read about interviews with his family like his his family says that he doesn't talk to them anymore that mm-hmm. he's like isolated from them that he's totally like changing as a person so i think this is the exact downward spiral that wine mom was pointing at and i think is a good additional like that his mental health does not seem to be in the best space associated with all of these negative things that he's doing but uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Mom, go off. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Get um, it. It's weird. I feel like it might be a con of both. I feel like he has no fucking idea what to do, obviously, mm-hmm. because he just lost a huge platform. Because this is the thing. I really don't care what anybody says about new social media streaming platforms or other streaming platforms. It's like old people know what Twitch is. Okay. So, like, yeah. it is the biggest streaming platform. It's the most popular, most commonly used one. I mean, arguably, YouTube also has a streaming platform. So, if anything, it's neck and neck is is those two things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that I think that he just doesn't understand what these ramifications are actually going to be. That's what I yeah. think it is. I think that he's he's. I don't think he's panicked. I think he's chilling. Yeah. Because I think he I think he's too stupid. To like really understand the gravity of what's happened, okay. and like even with the the two genders thing and the tweeting, that's like that's 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 minimal in his life repercussions because people say that kind of shit all the time. It's not that I think it's okay, but mm. it's like people are gonna keep saying that, and people who of that nature are gonna say shit like that because he wants everybody looking at his tweets right now. This is the thing. He's he's not stupid, stupid, but he's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's like, okay, I just had this big failure, which I don't mm-hmm. think he sees it as a failure. He's like, I just had this big failure, and I'm gonna, it's gonna give me an opportunity to have a shoe in with this new company because I can say, hey, now I'm gonna take my however many viewers and bring them to your platform. So he's saying, you know, look, I I found success in failure. Okay, possible, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but he also is thinking, how can I get? everybody watching me and talking about me so that when I make this transition, everybody's going to be following what I'm doing. So let me just tweet Uh some out-of-pocket bullshit because people are going to want to see the the comments on that tweet. So a lot of people, because I guarantee right now, a lot of people are engaging with that tweet. I'm sure people who didn't even know who he was before finding out who he is. Yeah, and yeah. the kind of people that support that rhetoric and that ideology are going to start to follow and pay attention to him. So he's using it. He's using this opportunity to garner a new form of success 
but mm-hmm. when you when you when you garner success in a manic episode it's not success long term so yeah yeah i'm i'm sort of like 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 on the fence like yeah i do kind of agree agree with that because like like look at because twitch is a massive platform as as you you said for streaming and like kick is not anywhere near but he's all doing this on the assumption it'll be big yeah i don't think many people will just quickly go to uh to to kick just because of one streamer a lot of their streamers are still on twitch on youtube on these uh, these Uh uh thing so and and kick is already having issues on its own because they're like you can say whatever you want but then you also get banned for a certain amount of, of the internet isn't strictly to america it's for the whole world so, well yeah <laughs> i mean if kick is bringing him over saying if kick's bringing him over and they're like you can behave however you want on our website they're only going to create their own failure because here's the thing and I think we get this, like, censorship sucks, but censorship is kind of necessary in some because mm-hmm. certain countries, certain countries allow your content there without censorship. So yeah. it's like, if you want to get some sort of message out there, it has to sort of covertly. So Kick's just going to ruin themselves because they'll get banned in other regions and countries and stuff for allowing him to behave how he wants. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I agree with that, sir. Well, it's just like to add to it, it's not a contrasting. I just also think he's dumb because he's watching his friends who have much more diverse source of incomes. Like he's watching an who's oh, can't say that name. He's watching. He's watching the top top Matrix top boy. G. Yeah, he's watching the Matrix boy. Uh, somehow survive and stay afloat because he's got other sources of income. He's watching the Jordan Petersons. He's watching all of these different... He he was just... He had an opportunity to interview uh, Ye. So it's like his ego is so inflated to the point that it's like he's like, oh, I'll be cool because I'll just do X, Y, and Z. But it's like are you sure it's going to work that way for you? Well... This is the thing... Yeah. I feel it almost it's so weird. I feel like it's not like this kid's ever gonna hear what we have to say, and like the, no. this, the, like there'll there'll be no learning from us. But it's it's like you're following somebody who's yet to have their real failure yet. That's the thing. Mm. It's like Top G. I'm sure he's had some failure to some degree, but he hasn't had his like true. Even with all the arrests and stuff on. He hasn't really had his true failure yet because there's too many people that are like hung up on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Like eventually he's going to have a a fading out moment where it's really going to be something. I don't know when it's coming or what's going to happen, but it, it will. Right. Yeah. But this kid is following what he thinks is success. And he really has that, that mentality of like, if I just keep like smashing my head against the wall, nobody's gonna stop me because nobody wants to get nobody wants me to smash my head against them so they're gonna leave me alone while i just barrel through this you know what i'm saying right and like honestly honestly like you know not not in a like i don't wish ill will on anybody and if success 
I would like you to keep it. So do your thing. But he's the, he's just the kind of person like he's self service. So like personally, I feel like do your thing, bro. It's just like yeah, like I don't think he will ever learn his lesson because I'm on his channel right now on Kick. He will. He and will. I mean, not anytime soon. Yeah, maybe I don't think like anytime. That... Like maybe in like ten. Yeah, I think this will be a crash as he becomes the old guy in Yeah, when he's most comfortable in his stupidity is when everything will come crashing down. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, And then, like, I think people like Hassan are, like, sort of, like, warning him. Like, if you keep on doing this, it's going to, you're going to screw up and it's going to, you're not going to become, you're not going to come back from this uh, because like your love lost twitch which is his biggest one um yeah. so it just i i i think that like maybe he needs this maybe he needs this like character development storyline but it may yeah i mean what I, I i think it will i just feel like somebody like that like current his current like okay i can give all the advice in the right but if mm. your current mindset is I can't fail then like I go ahead I can't help like no one's gonna be able to help you and like quite honestly if you're an OG if you're an OG streamer or YouTuber or content creator don't waste your time don't waste your breath like literally like you owe that kid nothing and quite honestly if it was the other way around and you were the one failing that kid would be laughing at you so like honestly yeah let him him fail like yeah, like if if you are content for him, right? If, if anything, like he looks That's at you saying. as like a money, as like a money mm-hmm. sort of. Because uh, if you talk thing. about him, what do you think he's yeah. gonna do? Listen, you guys know I like Hassan. Well, but what do you think? What do you think he's gonna do if Hassan sits up on his on his stream and talks about this kid for you know half an hour, and Hassan is not always the nicest, but and Hassan says some good contenty stuff for this kid to to take and stream. Yeah. All Hassan gonna... has done, right? All Hassan has done is give his viewers the opportunity to go over and view this kid's content and spew their opinions in protection of Hassan. Like, it's not even, Hassan, it's not even worth it, bro. Like, it's, he's yeah. not even, like, you're above that. You know what I mean? And, like, be above mm-hmm. that and just be like, okay, I, I don't care. Carry on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it all becomes like, um, like a, a big old club. Yeah. Yeah. It all yeah. becomes this. Uh, like like people are helping other people platform other people. Like Hassan is flat out talking about him, giving him in the eyes of, of the public, Twitch or or no Twitch, he's still still there. Yeah. It's it's a That's big old a- club and it's what trips me out about it though, is cause like once you're at that point, like once you're at a hundred K followers, you're making five thousand dollars a month. We're not rich but you can eat off of that, right? So by the time you're at these guys' level, you're making like multi-million dollars a year. And why, why is the why? Why do you need the club to make even more stupid millions? Like that's just too much money, bro. Why do you? Yeah. Why? Why are you still stressing and making this old boys' club and dot 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 and keeping each? What? Why? What's the point of this funnel? You know? Why does Hassan need to keep doing the shit that he's doing when he's not really like? being well, the influencer that he sells himself to be. Well, I don't think Hassan's intentions are 
one or the other, really. Like, Hassan is a commentary guy, so it's kind of his job to commentate on shit on the internet. It just so happens that it ends up being to his fault because you're promoting a shit poster to your genuine fan base, right? It's 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 like sometimes like I struggle here, right, when we talk about certain things of like like for the Gabby Hanna thing, for instance, when we had to go over that stuff when we were dealing with that and all of that, like it was a struggle for me because I was like, one, I don't want her to have any attention from anybody that like not that we're famous for Christ's sake, but I don't want to be pushing her content or encouraging people to see what she's doing. But at the same time, there's this like moral obligation to be like, it's kind of like this is why this is why you shouldn't use the internet in this in this way, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it's hard because how do you choose whether to talk about it or not, right? Because we know Hassan's gonna do it, we know Phil's gonna do it, we know Penguins is gonna do it, we know Leon Lush is gonna do it, you know, like um that Jason guy is gonna do it. Like we know, like we know all popular YouTubers and streamers, like they're all gonna they're all going to talk about him. So it's like, how do you decide whether you're going to or not, you know? Yeah, I, I think controversy is, is one of the biggest sort of, like... It's not even real. Um, like, controversy is not even punishment anymore. No, it's not. It's it's more like, oh, I have controversy now. Get ready to make more... more, more That's bang. what I'm saying. Yeah. The more, yeah. the better controversy is not even... Not even talking about it at all. Because I had somebody ask me the other day, like... I mean, it's different context from this, but somebody asked me, like, if something, like, happened to you and became big news and everybody was talking about it, it was being promoted everywhere, and, like, everyone's asking you about it all the time, and, like, your name is being put put everywhere, and people are tweeting about you and tweeting at you, and all these things are, are happening to you, like, wouldn't you respond in whatever type of fashion? And I was like, no. Yeah, because Because I, I personally would be like, I, like... I'm not giving you fuel for your fire. Like, go yeah. to your echo chamber and good luck. I like, I'm not giving you that. I think half of it is is how you is is a controversy, but the other half is how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You, you can be graceful about it. Be like, I screwed up. You know, I I I messed up. I I, I apologize. I will do whatever I can to fix it to make my, myself better person or it could be like Aiden Ross be like yeah I don't I don't know what, what happened though I don't I don't I'm just gonna go on here on kick now and talk the same thing and not learn anything so, um, that, it's it's I think sorry. if you're genuine enough people will also see that and that becomes a part of your image okay. yeah this person actually means what, what, what they're talking about and, and that's also how you develop trust with your audience so that's how, like, yeah, on that note, that's how I say, like, a, like a Steve Will Do It from the Nelk Boys got kicked off of YouTube and dragged everyone over to the the one the Top G goes on, Rumble. He, he got millions of dollars to go over to Rumble, and I think it's because of that, because he's very, very Trumpito-y, but he's genuine. He doesn't bullshit like he's on this extra. He just gives everybody millions of dollars, and that's who he is. So I think even yeah. though he has opinions that are less favorable in the public sphere, he's able to maintain and cultivate that audience through the genuine personality that he's portraying. Right. Well, it's like, 
the, the thing is, like, you could be shittiest person on the internet, but if you just don't address your controversy and you just carry on forward, you'll continue to be successful. And that's fucked up, but that's the reality. It yeah, it's like, if you just keep yeah. generating more shit around this, like, okay, of your controversy, like, we're tired of hearing about it over and over again. Yeah. And then that's when people start to unfollow you, block you. But if you don't talk about it and you let everybody else just scream into the echo chamber, like, you're going to be fine. Like, Which is, I, I hate to give that advice and I hate to say that and I hate to validate yeah. that behavior. But, like, that's the truth. Like, the more you focus on it, the worse you make it. The less you focus on it, the quicker it goes away. Like, the amount mm-hmm. of content creators that I've seen get in, in trouble for, like, in, you know, the big ones, like, S.A., and, mm-hmm. they're, and they don't even address it. They just keep on going. And, yep. like, and, and the community's like, yeah, more content for us. Just, just ignore the, the, the haters. You're well, being canceled. Karen's yeah, over here trying to cancel you, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? If somebody accuses yeah. you of something and you give it no validity whatsoever as, like, no response, no, like, you literally just basically are like, that's not true or I don't care and move from it, people are like, oh, okay, I guess, like, it's not that big of a deal. But if you sit there and you're like tooth and nail talking about it every day, dragging yourself across the floor, trying to clear your name or what, like you're just creating <laughs> way too much chaos around it. And then people are like, like okay, even, this guy's like trying way too hard. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, even then you have to f- find that balance because then you're at the point, if you do overdo it, you're sort of, vi- you are trying to victimize yourself. Yeah. Exactly. You're like, you're like oh, uh, yeah, and you, start cr- you have these YouTube apology videos, you start crying, but you have been messed up, not yeah. the person. So you sort of have to manage it in, 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 in an adult way. Like the thing that like, comes to mind is when Jake Paul, what? Not Jake Paul, well, the older one. Logan. 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 He went to J- Japan. He, uh, he went to. The, yeah, he did the. Yeah. Force in, in Japan. Uh,. He sort of did it in a very graceful way, but he, at the same time, he minimized the issue with making himself to be the victim. You know? Well, that's he just blew it with his crypto thing that he just did because he came at Coffeezilla okay. and blamed the community rather than took responsibility. You know. Well, that was I was right. just gonna that that was I was just gonna say I think Paul's best example of how to get past the controversy is to like, I fucked up and then come back and be like, okay, these are all the ways that I fucked up and like, I hold myself accountable for it. Yeah. Making the mistake again after fucked up again, but like, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, like, he handled that con- almost extremely well. Yeah, like, I, I almost kind of wonder how much weight these apologies hold Nothing. after the first Nothing. two. Nothing. They mean you know, nothing. Uh, us, Martian Madness, we're not going to have controversies because I like my parents. I have a good relationship with them, and I don't want to embarrass them on online by being a dumbass, right? So, like, I look at that, and I say, I have these values that I've been taught all my life by oh, my parents, and I'm not gonna, gonna just throw them out the window just to make a few bucks. Because, in in 
in the long run, I feel like that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. uh, because you are genuine to yourself. You're keeping consistent with yourself. And again, that's the trust that you have. You sort of. So um, I, I agree with you, but I also think it's important to note that not everyone is impervious to failure of that degree, right? It's like, it's not like you're net, like, it's not like you could literally say the most innocent thing and somebody could twist it on you and make a big yeah. controversy. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, can't yeah. sit here and think that's never going to happen because yeah. that's not the solution, it. right? Right. That's not yeah. the solution. The solution is that if that should ever happen, being more than prepared to go and apologize and own up and understand that. And it's like, I think like on this podcast, because we've talked about this a lot is like, I've said it before. Like if I'm, wrong about something like if we're if we're wrong about something and somebody you know points us out for it like i'm more than willing to put it and then you know constructively change myself and move forward like you're never done growing you're never done learning. and i've said this before as well like i don't know everything i'm never going to know everything i'm never going to have perfect opinion so mm, like i'm accepting that i that that I'm not going to be perfect and I'm willing to on myself and communicate with my fan base. You know what I mean? And I think that's ultimately the hardest part of the self growth to teach people because that's also outside of the bounds of the life experience it's, that you were outlining before. Cause that humbleness, that's like a ego. cultural value that yeah. like it's got to be passed down to you to learn, to be humble. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's the thing is like, you can't have true, like i've i've said this before and i and i've heard other people who i know that are very successful have said this to me is like if you're if you don't have an ego death at some point in your life like you're just you're just you're just it's not gonna work like you if you're too wrapped up in your ego your life perspective is just so pigeonhole it's just, it's just not good mm -hmm. like you have to be able to handle things gracefully because like don't get me wrong i hate being wrong and you guys know that like i will argue with you until i have zero points left like i've done that on this podcast before i will do it again yeah. like <laughs> like i will argue with you until until i literally cannot fight back anymore <laughs> and it's like <laughs> that's that's a bit of my ego but it's like at the end of the day like eventually you have to go okay okay maybe you're right maybe you do have a point as much as it sucks to not always be the most correct person in the room like put your mm -hmm. ego away yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's sort of like we all want to be the main character but yeah but it's it's like how it's, do you true. It? it's true it's true it's true it's true so that that flows well same topic same journey that's my new story can i hop oh, in yeah, on mine barely, we, we yeah even, we barely so that, it, it segues perfectly one. actually so okay. yeah he this this gentleman i'm here to update you about someone who also wanted to be the main character because he always pretended he was so dilbert dabbled too much uh where I'm going to keep this one short and sweet so I can report it objectively and then I'll slam you with my opinion after. Dilbert, the, the man's with the weird tie, like the cartoon character. He's in office. He's got the square head. He's got the curly hair. It was in 
every comic strip in newspapers. Like, yeah, you remember those, like a, a newspaper comic strip. Oh, yeah, it was. It was a cartoon back in the day. I forgot that. So over the years, the creator, Scott Adams, has expressed public support for a variety of, like, right-wing influencers and politicians. So... Also, I wanted to note, if you didn't know, he's so self-obsessed, he made his house look like Dilbert, his famous character. Now, whatever. So, skip to, skip to now. He was on a show called Real Coffee and was asked about a Rasmussen poll, which asked Americans how they felt about the phrase, quote-unquote, it's okay to be white. White. Oh, boy. Well. Should, should I just leave now? <laughs> from here he chose to say a couple controversial statements which i'm not even going to repeat here because we want the youtube gods to still like us so you can look that up his name is scott adams there's headlines everywhere creating immediate chaos on twitter and uh within the prehistoric newspapers that used to run these comic strips finally now now this is the line that they've drawn in the sand. Yeah, this is it's yeah. okay to be white. They're saying no more, no more Dilbert, and uh, of yeah. course Elon came out in support of him on Twitter. But that's not that's not bad reporting. That's just Elon fact. So now our <laughs> personal opinion part. Now that we're there, I think we've made it clear through these convos like where we fall on that line. So we don't need to go too hard on like Scott Adams, Dilbert, right wing stuff. I wanted to start light with it first. Do you, do, do, you, do you even remember Dilbert Wine Mom? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm literally Googling it right now. The oh. lightest quote I can say <laughs> that he said that was light work was he said, uh, every, Ameri every white American should stay away from black people. Yeah, I literally just read that. I yeah. read that uh, he identified as a black man. Yeah, so that's... That he's. He's been in heavily, yeah, he's done really weird controversial shit. He's gone off the fucking rails before. He's, he's been outspoken supporter of, like, Milo Yiannopoulos and other people who spread literal hate speech. So it's, like, really weird in terms of showmanship from the media because he's been an outspoken influencer about much worse but I find it uncanny that as we're leading up to an election, that all of a sudden they're like, okay, nah, this guy, now he's being too much. Now we need to start a controversy up so that we got to get this culture war started, get get the pot of boiling in the Western media. Yeah, yeah. I, and then because of that, he's like, what? Nobody, his book is canceled now? A bunch yeah. Of publications? Yeah, okay. He's finally out of the newspaper strips. So it's just... When when I, first off starting light, again now that I gave some perspective is like, how many kids this guy? That's why I think it's a fake news story. Not I don't want to say fake news story because that makes me come off as too out there. But that's why I think it's uh, very much part of sparking the culture war up, because how many kids even know what the what the fucking newspaper comic is. Ain't nobody read yeah, Calvin yeah. and Hobbes no more. There's no one under 25 who's ever seen a comic strip in a newspaper. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. what I'm kind of concerned about because it's, it's, it's like nobody knows who he is. So why is he saying all of these outlandish things outside of the boomer demographic? And wh Yeah, why is it the main headline across the media other than to start a culture war? Because otherwise no one cares about this dude. 
Like, I mean, he's been syndicated for how long? He's been supporting X, Y, and Z people for how long? And yeah. now let's write the big article about him, even though there's been a million exposés from The Guardian, The Times, the this, the that, over the past decade, you can go find them. Hmm. Yeah. So what is the question, Bailey? What is, what is your, what ultimately, because I hear you, what are you, what are you ultimately? So that was first, that was first. The the, the, right? the, like, what, what? Is, what are we trying to get to? Yeah. Well, first off, like you how many? all your points in your comment, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for you to get briefed, and I was just going because I knew you were reading. It was first is like how many kids? Why is he being brought up? How many kids even know about who the fuck Dilbert is? Why is this like the main melting point? Because it's not like Dilbert is a cultural character. Why do you think this is being highlighted so thoroughly? Well, first of all, I think it depends on who is highlighting it. Um, oh, I don't know how to address this. Right, so his character, like his person, like who he is, right? Not the Dilbert character, his character, his personal character, Okay. right? It's not modeled for the young person. It's not. It's modeled for those opinionated, closed mind, old fucks who never changed <laughs> their opinions I over like. the years. Yeah. That's the kind of people that he's for. But this situation, because anything that has to do with media and anything that has to do with politics, because that seems to be the only fucking thing that people talk about or care about on the fucking internet anymore, mm -hmm. is politics. So it's just, it's going to make its rounds because it's a political statement. Everything he said is grotesque. That's the reality. If yeah. that's your opinion, then you're quite fucking ignorant. And literally, your career wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the backs of black people. But go off, sweetie. Like, feel how you feel. Um, go ahead and stay away from them because I'm sure they don't want anything to do any anyways. So, like, okay. I think it's just another moment in time where we talk about an old idiot who doesn't know when to shut the fuck up about their shitty opinions. Somebody yeah. dragged him out of the dirt for whatever reason, or he was doing some sort of press for some stupid thing that he's doing, which is like, whatever. But it's like, mm -hmm. he's for the old people, not for the young people. So I feel like it's just another opportunity for young people to embarrass an old idiot. That's just like what it feels like. Now, it's a political stance that is a valuable political stance, of course, like, that sucks. That's shitty. People shouldn't be talking about that. Like, it's 2023. Like it. Just move on. Like, if somebody said to me, what do you feel about um, it's okay to be white? I'd be like, I don't care to talk about. Like, I, that's irrelevant to me. Like, mm -hmm. it's, like, what? not a conversation I need to entertain. Like, I'm, I'm, ugh, I'm confident and comfortable in who I am and what I represent that I don't need to have that conversation. Like yeah. that's just yeah. an in, that's just an insecure old man who doesn't feel good about would... his place in the world or his place in politics or his success that he's mm -hmm. just flushing himself down the toilet. So like I, I... in a way, in the nicest way possible, <laughs> this is relevant to talk about. So don't think that I'm saying that. I don't care. That's how I feel about this. If mm -hmm. I saw this come yeah. up on my feet, I'd be like. I literally don't fucking care. Like I literally don't care. Yeah, it's like I've I feel like it's it's he's um, uh, it's it's just manufactured outrage, right? He's yeah. uh, just mm -hmm. doing it at a specific time. Yeah, 
Like it's, and then it's something for him to. It's it's like the Simpson thing where it's old man yelling at Cloud. Yeah. So if it's like, I feel it's the same energy. If we're doing old man yelling at Cloud, why, why, why are we talking about old man yelling at Cloud now? That's what I'm curious about because, I guarantee I could pull up an interview with this guy from a year ago, from six months ago, where he said just as bad shit. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the reason why it's being talked about and the reason being why it's being said is that, like, the the reality is that, like, people are tired. That's why. Like, like the black community specifically, like, they're tired. So they're going to, they're like, we're done not calling people out. And it's like, at this point, this guy had nothing no one was paying him any attention until this interview. So this, this... people are like, okay, if we're doing this, then we're going to do this. If you want to do this, like, we're doing it then, you know? He's been bare-ass racist for years now. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've not heard anything about his race antics literally until this very moment. I had no fucking care in the world about who he was. It was completely irrelevant, with at least with the last 10 years. So. Can, can I hear what you think, Raza? Do you think it has to tie into politics or any timely events other than just people catching it all of a sudden because he's relevant? I think it's like a little bit of everything. It's just, um, yeah. He's, he's, he's trying to do it to strum up something. Uh, he wants to get people angry. And even his right-wing friends are saying, the hell are you talking about, you loony? Um, <laughs> so it's, 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 it's like... I, I think... The reason why we're hearing about it now is because the, it's the wording he's using and the way he's presenting himself. He's like calm about it, but he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, he's racist, but he's just like, I'll say these things, but in an eloquent way where it sounds even worse. And that's why it's, it's, it's even more, it's getting more attention on it. Uh, and then, but I'm just puzzled that like, yeah, this We've been new about his, his his political affiliations and the way he thinks for since you know Trumpito has yeah. been in the political um, a realm. So why are they getting angry now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because you guys did bring up L controversy is good controversy. So maybe he's watching his other rich friends and going, ah, oh, well, maybe I stir the pot a bit. Almost I'll be I'll join the ranks of Jordy, Jordy boy over here. I think it just like happened to be like a weird. It was like a weird set of events that just so happened to give this guy the opportunity to say something. Because whoever asked him that question, like they knew exactly. Oh yeah. Where this was. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. why did you even? bother you know like who cares what that guy has to say he yeah. has no influence in the, like well he does to a degree care. but not yeah in what for the old people who yeah, have for, walkers for okay <laughs> so scared of you with your- he's got he's got Ooh. his diehard like those right-wing people all operate in a very insular community so they're very big amongst each other there's like micro celebrities 
like 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 the girl who got kicked off of Star Wars. We think she's like a nobody, but in like the sh- in their sphere, there's she's still super relevant. So like it's the weird bubbles of this guy so like somehow irrelevant. still yeah yeah irrelevant yeah. to the majority of culture. But so that can we all sign off on Dilbert sucking? Yeah. Oh uh, right. yeah. <laughs> and then like like. His agent dropped him. The publication dropped dropped him. So many things have happened to him, and it's kind of weird that like it's. Why are you hanging on to this? His 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 pandemic conspiracy theory was another thing that would have been like red flaggy, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, say lovey. Let's not drown in our tears that capitalism is corrupting everything. Sorry, what? In his last tweet, he said, black conservatives have a great great to me this week. Much respect. So he's like picking and choosing. Yeah. As always. Oh, do you believe in my politics? You can't be that bad even. Yeah. Okay. Oh and, and then okay. it goes back to our victim complex talk. You know? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to throw it to ads and then we're going like, to get off the sad train. We'll be right back. Are you listening to the audio version of this? Awesome. Did you hit the download button though? We need that download button. Maybe a review on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those could help out. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, Head over to Spotify. Hit that download button. You can take us on the go. If you've watched this film, you don't necessarily need to see the video version. Just hang out with us. Tune in. We can be your uh, going-to-work content. If you'd so trust us, we would like to extend our, our loving offer of wasting our lives once a week. Appreciate you. I know. I feel like he's gonna deeze nuts us any second now. But so it's we're not, back. It's what it is. I feel like like it is a meme to me though. But it, apparently, it's like through our rumors. We're we're back, and Raza's got a good pop up for us on these ru- rumors that I would like to hear. What what is it, Raza? Who do you think? Okay, so uh, I'm gonna ask my co-host and if chat wants to, to jump into this, they can also jump jump into this. But who do you think Pete Davidson's arm candy is. I want if, to you're saying, if, if you're saying going after Megan Fox, like no, that's the MGK. Can't fight it with MGK, bro. They're two yeah. two blondies. Nah, it can't happen. Uh, no, but MG and Peter friends. Exactly. Yeah. It's someone. It's, it's gotta be someone popular. Yeah, but he, that's untouchable. Yeah. Pete Davidson. I don't know my celebrities good enough, so I don't know names. I'm trying to think of who's relevant in the media Tom right Brady, now. Tom Brady's wife. Yes, that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm with Wine Mom. Tom Brady's ex-wife. Yeah. I need to see Tom Brady's wife. I've not seen her. She I vote Tom it. Brady's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. I could say this. Okay. You both get two more guesses. I don't know who's single right now. Yeah, I don't know enough oh, about man. celebrity it's- shit. Ah, uh, it's Hollywood. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Close. Pink. Pink. Close. Pink. Very close. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> um. Uh. So there is a rumor. I don't know how valid this is, but there's a rumor that Pete Davidson could could be a munch. 
No, what? No, isn't she too young? No, she's just of age, Hello? isn't she? I don't. I'm confused. Ice Spice. Ice Spice. Oh, that girl. Yeah. Oh, SpongeBob I don't care. Pants. I don't care about that. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry not to be rude. But like, you're too I, old. I you're too old. Too wash. I'm an old head. I'm wash. I've seen the music and I've seen the hype, but I I just don't. I don't care. I don't particularly like it either. I'm just making fun of you because yeah. all the kids love like, it. Whatever. It went I from mean, the Emily girl and stuff to. It went from Coil Array to Ice Spice, which is just as yeah. bad, bro. I feel bad for Pete though, because he's ran through not by his own will. What? What? What is this, dog? Okay, no. It's depressing because uh, he was literally okay. This is the problem. I low key have sympathy for Pete because of. The connection to Mac. Because he's got that BDE. No, that's not yeah. why. It's because he dated Ariana. Yeah, actually no, you're was right. engaged to her right after stuff with Mac. And anyways, there's, it's complicated, and I don't feel like digging up the triangle right now. But Pete has come out and said on multiple occasions he feels like that he's just meant to be the rebound guy that like women spend time with, and then when they feel like they're healed, they let him go. And that's a very sad life to live. So I have sympathy for him for that. Because that's that's clearly what his dating pattern currently looks like. So hopefully yeah, but... he'll find love. And stop slanging he it. Goofy it. though. I mean, he's an idiot in his own right. He's goofy though. Yeah. Oh, he's a goofy boy. But so thank you for your Pete. Pete interjections. I, I appreciate that, Raza. Now we can be hip with the Karens. It's good to know who's going to be on Jimmy Fallon next week. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, come on. That was a good jab. Come on. Come on. To who? Me or to yeah. Jimmy Fallon? Oh, well, to both. To both. <laughs> okay. Well, either way. I like Jimmy Pete. Kimmel. You're a Kimmel man's? I'm a Kimmel man, yeah. My grandpa always was a Kimmel, Kimmel guy, so I'm kind of I'm kind of biased to the Kimmy. Good. Mm. All right, so well, guys, do you know what we did this uh this last we this last previous week? We we started a new show. Have we and we've been watching movies, haven't we, Raza? Just say yes. Yeah. I need you to say yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, thank you. Have, yeah. thank I'm you. not validating you anymore. <laughs> last week we watched uh pitch black and that video is actually on our youtube channel the full fully edited version why mom's um, favorite movie by the way she loved pitch black. oh she loved <laughs> pitch black uh if you want to know our boy Vinny boy stars in the lead role in his first movie as riddick so if you're a weeb like us you you might know the chronicles of riddick Next week, actually, we're doing our live stream for the next episode. We're watching Bad Times at El Royale, at the El Royale, which um, is new to me. I haven't seen it. I'm interested to see what kind of vibe it is. But I'm so hyped to see it. Yeah, cool. I think you guys will like it. I'm so hyped to see it. Raza will definitely love it. Bailey, kind of a wild card. It'll be a medium, I think. We'll see. I'll still I, I will enjoy it overall, I think. Uh, I, it looks like it's well shot, but 
the main point of that is that we want to take a break from the madness and give you a reason to engage with content intentfully. So if you're looking to explore some new artsy things, like we were just saying at the start of this, engage your brain in a meaningful way and art for art's sake. So, Wine Mom, I got one question for you about uh, Movie Club, and that's it. One single question. Okay? Mm-hmm. How did it feel ba- be, to be back in a creative space uh, uh, when you were so opinionated about the film? Um, it felt like I was in a torture device and fighting for my life. <laughs> if the truth good, be known. Good ad. Because good I ad. said, because I said, I'm not watching stuff I don't want to watch. And I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of that. And you guys know what that means. A lot of opinions. If you want to, if you want to ignore your intrusive thoughts, Raza, who, who can they watch all month? Who's, who's making content all month? We're making, we're doing it every day. Um, we're doing March Madness. We're going to be, we're going to be, be watching the NCC AA every single day. Every day? Uh, yeah, every and so. Day. You guys yeah, yeah. are going to have to listen and look at these idiots every day? Every day. This is why in, in our calendar it shows our, our entire uh, a schedule. Yeah. Uh, the tweet of the week. Raza gave us a serious one. Uh, I have to read this every week, and I love my life. <clears throat> it is on screen now, and the tweet reads, Drinking this boba got all these balls in my mouth. <laughs> it sounds like an L.A. rapper, like, lyric. It sounds like something like Drakeo the Ruler would say. <laughs> Drinking this boba got all these balls in my mouth. Um, <laughs> all right. Either way. Chat flying through with the pauses. Appreciate it. All right. So if everybody, I just mentioned chat. If you're listening to the recorded version of this, you know what we do? We do this live. So you like this content? You want to interact with us a bit more personally? We actually hang out afterwards and uh, vibe out with y'all. So come tune in. Raza, where can they find us? I don't really have anything else to say. Uh, you can find us. Well, what's your home address, Barry? Uh, uh, one Bloor Street, West. One Bloor Street. You can find us there. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, you can find us uh, on TikTok, Spotify, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube's, all that good stuff. Uh, and we're we're going to be making this. We're going to be making this our career very, very soon. So look out for that in the near future. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to crash and burn. Don't worry. Don't. This yeah. isn't a tra- <laughs> documentation of our demise. Don't worry. Wine mom. Wine mom. Yeah, mm. give them, leave, yeah. Them with a, leave them with a gem before we go. Oh, my gosh. I haven't, I have not done that in so Fucking do it, I don't know if I'm mom. capable. <laughs> um... Go outside. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna leave you with. Go outside and get a journal. Write every day, or don't. It's up to you. <laughs>